Guam may be a little island in the middle of the ocean, but this paradise is teeming with people with all sorts of amazing abilities. Benita Baby was nothing but hair accessories. <laughs> I had some little barrettes um, that we were making and headbands, our little like knit bow headbands. And that's all I started out with. And I decided shortly after, you know, I had been sewing for a little while that I was going to put it out there. Whether it's artists who create visual masterpieces, creatives inspiring others, people who compose and perform moving pieces of music, athletes taking their game to the next level, or entrepreneurs coming up with innovative solutions, there are a ton of folks here doing incredible things with their gifts. And I want to introduce them to all of you. Women, not just guys, women could come in and feel like they're there to train, they're going to be taken serious, they're, they're not going to be hit on by dudes, yeah. they're going to have their own space. You know, I mean, they're going to be respected as just another practitioner of, of this martial art. I'm Jonagan Charfris, and I invite you to join me on the KUAM Podcast Network for Fistful of Talent, where I sit down with people discussing their visions and dreams and sharing the secrets of their success. In the avenues of, mm -hmm. yeah. of yeah. you know, being in the creative life and then what's, what's the next thing? Just subscribe to the KUAM Podcast Network on SoundCloud iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcatcher platform, and prepare to be amazed. That's Fistful of Talent each and every Friday. Thanks for listening. And now, let me get you back to your show. Welcome back to the KUM Podcast Network, everybody. I am Jason Salas, and this is Nurse Jen Explains, where the female with all of the answers that you seek about pretty much anything under the sun having to do with healthcare is at your beck and call. That would be Nurse Jen Artero, who is here right now. Welcome back, Jen. What, what? Hi, everyone. How is everyone doing today? I was not expecting, I must say, that that introduction. Oh, sorry. That, that was Hi. a very interesting uh, way to greet the audience. <laughs> So, someone of your stature and with your education. Yes, but today's topic is uh, fun and interesting. And um, and can we I'm, actually tell the backstory about this topic? Because this is not at all what we were expecting. By the way, we, we must preface this in saying, you know, even though this is a healthcare-oriented show, um, and we do talk a, a lot about, uh, about a lot of things about medicine, about medical topics and everything like that, we are not issuing direct medical advice and even though jen is a registered nurse you should still consult with your primary physician or your home uh physician or doctor um to get the absolute direct answer because uh we are discussing it um and we will do the very best to give you our learned opinions uh but as i as i'm sure you would agree jen it's always best to check with your family absolutely doctor. and the nurse is outnumbered today we got two two boys to one girl today oh boy and who is our lovely guest today we have a lovely guest ladies someone and gentlemen someone who has been a KUM a couple hundred times a hundred times oh my I joseph cameron that. although you joseph cannot cameron, see him shirt on yes yes it does explain that explain your 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 wear please well, your, your guard I today saw this for like four dollars and 99 cents at ross and i said oh that looks like me and i wore it to school and the student says we like you mr cameron says what do you mean you like me he says that shirt do you know what it means lit i said mm, yeah you're lit up he says no you're ready to party so i'm gonna party down with that's right party. that's what we're talking okay, and, about and i'm Haunted. loving the attitude because you you came into the podcast day which by the way we are now on spotify if you did not know jen our spotify audience is taking off like a rocket spotify is my favorite i'm not gonna lie i'm on it 24 7 we are getting spotify. a lot of traction on spotify so thank you everybody for um listening to us on spotify and make sure that you follow 
follow us because we want to make sure that you get all of our podcast episodes in your feed each and every week. And if you're on SoundCloud, we're also there. That is our that's OG for us. SoundCloud <laughs> yes. is OG. And also we're on Apple Podcasts, we are on Google Podcasts, we're on Stitcher, we're on player.fm, we're on any podcast platform you can imagine. We're still working on getting on Pandora, so hopefully by the time we record a podcast next week, you Pandora devotees will be able to get there. Uh, get us there as well and everything. But for the current moment, Jen, what is our topic today? And then we'll talk about exactly how this came so, about because it's a hilarious story. Today is a great day. We decided to venture into beauty. Beautiful people, beautiful boys, beautiful girls. Okay, let's, so I'm just going to leave the room because I'm not let's qualified. Just, so Joseph Cameron is a man of a million different trades. He's done everything in Guam. He's done everything in the private. He's done it all. But today... He is an instructor at a beauty school, and today he's going to give us advice as to what are all the common questions that all of you guys have about whatever health and beauty trends that you guys think are important to you. So welcome, Joe. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, it's kind of odd because I, I, like you, worked in hospitals, and I worked in psychiatry and cardiology. I was a psychiatric therapist six months out of the year and a cardiovascular technologist six months out of the year. And Whoa. I just ran with it. It's uh, one, the top five uh, heart hospitals in the United States, Carolina. Holy cow. Wow. Okay, so there's... So, so psychology is your, is your formal background? <laughs> is your, is your yeah. training in psychology? Yeah, definitely. Which is interesting, I find, because just noting the parallels, because you go from working in, like, direct psychology with patients to now, because there is a lot of psychology behind behind beauty and behind cosmetics. There's something to be said about touching a woman's uh, scalp. They tell all... <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean it, re- it really does speak to someone because they say, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But what about the person who is being beheld there's a there's a lot of self-confidence there's a lot of maybe insecurities and everything that may come into how beautiful they feel or do not feel about themselves yeah waking up every morning is a challenge for some Mm. okay and now and now the little secret jen this was supposed to be i was only supposed to be the only male in the room there was supposed to be two of you who carry the xy chromosomes yes and now i'm outnumbered so we're gonna like shift this a little bit and we're gonna go to men's health and see what what do men want to know because this was supposed to be a female dominant show but uh, we're gonna talk about all the things you you men want to know so uh, okay let's let's start with manscaping oh manscaping okay yeah uh, I can tell you my perspective, love it, but I don't know how the men uh, view. Okay, can we can we define this? And, and Joe, you are the professional in the room. So exa- when, from an industry standpoint, when you say manscaping, what is, what does that say to you? Uh, primarily, is the overall look. Um, right now. Um, I look back 20, 30 years. Well, I've, I've been in this field for 41 years, and I've noticed over the years that what typically was considered to be gay if a man was to pick up the wife's hairspray or their products that mm-hmm. beautifies them. Now men are, like, overwhelmingly taking over the, the medicine cabinet of women, and it's all about being metrosexuals. Uh, they want to look good. They every, Everything has to be in place, the hair... Even the definition of brow arching is, mm-hmm. has become really uh, phenomenal. I mean, I've seen some guys walk around Guam who have nicer arch brows than their women. Eyebrows on fleek, as the young people say. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I remember years ago when I was studying at the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center in Clinko, Georgia. Yes, I used to be a federal agent, mm-hmm. um, which you probably don't know. And we would see the uh, Secret Service guys coming in, right? So the girls would look at me and say, hey, look. 
they have prettier brows than we do. And, you know, it's true. It's some, there's something to be said about manscaping. A guy has this um, ego-driven situation now that they are competing for the looks. And it's all in the magazines, in the media. It's all about, you know, do you have the right stuff on you? Or... Are you even going to the right barber or it are you going that for skincare? Th- this is a cyclical thing because if we look back to like the, tr- the fashion trends, the, the aesthetic trends that went through like the 70s and 80s, and I'm sure, Joe, you would agree and appreciate this, but I believe it was Freud who, who once said that, that being androgynous is perhaps the most masculine thing a man can do. Like, you know, like in the 70s, we had David Bowie, the whole Ziggy Darks, Stardust thing. And then in the 80s... Um, when I was growing up, you know, when you were playing heavy metal, you had to look way prettier than the girls who were attending your concerts. Like, Definitely. Like, you look at the band Cinderella, the bassist was a pretty dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, his, his hair was absolutely... I, yeah. I forgot Eric. I th- Eric is his name. Um, but, but, yeah, but... All of them were pretty. Motley Crue was pretty. White Snake was pretty. Cinderella. Was that Eric Clapton? Or? They were all pretty. Well, there were so many of them out there, yeah. Yeah, but and then you know it was called you know our you know there was a very ignorant way of tying in to say you know are you perhaps gay and then it, then then what's now known as manscaping went through this whole period I think like maybe in the late nineties where it was called being metrosexual and it just meant that you took a excessive amount of care into mm-hmm. your grooming, yeah. you know, your, your manner of facial hair, you know, the way you quaff your, the hair on your head. Yes. Um, even, eyebrows, eyelashes. Even, um, barbershops now, it's not so much just um, bold fading where you basically take it to a very severe skin tight, almost like the marine look, mm-hmm. uh, but they're, oh, the creating, they're creating these long hair that is like a coiffure where it blows into a bubble and then they have highlights and they have color. I mean, it's all about now the look. I mean, it's, and of course, the tattoo, the body orientation mm. has taken over in, in a lot of ways. And it says nothing about sexual orientation. It, Not if, at all. You know, and I mean, it is still Pride Month, and we must say that, you know, anything, as, lo- as long as it's all about love and it makes you feel good and it makes the people around you feel yeah. good, I mean, it's absolutely yeah. perfect because I want to say our Dave Delgado, our sports director, he has been getting his eyebrows done since I've known him. And I've, I've, <laughs> I've been there 20 years. His eyebrows are perfect. They're fleek. Yeah. Dude, like they're fleek. People, people say that and they're like, wow, he's got really good eyebrows. Like when they watch him on YouTube, yes. I was like, you should see this dude in real life. I mean, there is not a hair on his eyebrows that is out of place. I mean, he gets them done, like, I think every three weeks. So what areas do you men manscape the most? I, I can tell you what's my favorite, but let's see what you guys do I first. think the guy looks at the head, the head, sh- the head form. Okay. It, that, it's everything, you know. Women are into not just that the guy has a body fit to be, you know, tight behind a rod, and you know yep. they got all the muscles. Women are not so necessarily uh, enthralled on that. Uh, mm-hmm. They they're looking at face now. Women are wanting their men to be handsome, and anything below the neck is superfluous. It's unnecessary. It's all about the face. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to disagree a little bit, just a little bit. I do care from below the neck. (laughs) So I'm okay. And that's not superficial. I'm okay if you manscape your chest, uh, your butt, because I can't see a a hairy butt. I just can't. Go ahead and do that area too for me, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. And the other area, the private area, I'm good. Those are my three areas that I'm good with. If you guys could do that. 
Thank you. I appreciate yes. it. Now, again, in terms of psychology, you know, what is it that to you, and again, because you are a registered nurse, is it more, is it more the look appeal or is it because, you know, it's, it makes someone smell better or is it because it, it speaks to good grooming? Or? I just don't want to go into a bush. You like the total I, package, uh, right? Yeah, I just don't want to go into a bush. I just want clean. <laughs> I don't know what's the, it's clean. <laughs> Cleanliness. cleanliness. And, and most people would agree that cleanliness is godliness. I think, I think the word that a lot of people nowadays are calling this is hygienic. Yeah. 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 And, and, of course, there are two sides to the spectrum because yeah. other women really go, still go for yes. the burly, husky yeah, look. The yeah. burly, hairy yeah. guy. Yeah, and, and, you know, it, and mm. that, in a way, you know, yes. like just is it reeks of masculinity yeah. and yeah. you know yeah. like it's like oh I just came from you know chopping more down hair, wood the more manly yeah. exactly. or how about yeah. walking into a skincare uh, spa or the full care where bodybuilders are coming in regularly for, for waxing hair off their entire body yeah uh, only because they're competing and the definition is there to be shown and mm -hmm. hair is just not in yep yep I know a lot well I remember when if the only thing that was considered socially acceptable for a man to shave or wax or in any way remove hair from his legs was if you were a competitive swimmer or yes. if you were a competitive runner. Because yep. they say, as, as ridiculous as it sounds, the laws of physics say that if you have like a lot of hair, there is a certain amount of aerodynamic drag Absolutely. that gets wow. produced. Yes, yes. That's incredible. But now it's about, you know... It's about aesthetic appeal. It's about sex appeal. Mm -hmm. Whatever does it, whatever floats your boat, Jen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, well, not just me. All of us. No, right? and, and, and good on you for at least for whatever at least acknowledging floats that. everybody's boat, right? Okay. I'm yeah. just saying. What okay. Now, now, now let me ask you. So, you prefer hairless chest over hairy chest? Correct. Okay. How hairless ass over hairless hairy ass. Over, yeah, over hairy <laughs> ass. How about underarms though? Because like oh. athletes have been doing that for years too. Like NBA players first started doing that. Uh, I, uh, yeah, it doesn't. It's matter. all about scent when yeah, you get to the underarm. Be, yeah. Now see, and there is something that there is a functional component to this because mm -hmm. if you say, and it, you know, it it perhaps varies from cult, um, not culture to culture, but. Um, people of different ethnicities, yeah. right? Some people have, like, like I'm half Howley myself. I'm half Caucasian. No. And th no, and that you? side <laughs> tends to be, like, a little bit longer longer underarm hair, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, which, if you look at, like, the 86 Boston Celtics, you look at, like, Larry Bird and Kevin McHale and Greg Kyle, yeah. those guys, yeah, you, you look are. at them just, like, standing up, and he correct. looks like he had, like, some dude in a headlock because right. you yeah. just had armpit bush coming out. Yes. That's yes, correct. you're absolutely... But then yes. if you look at the Lakers, who are predominantly African-American, I believe it's, uh, Magic Johnson would actually shave his underarm, so you have that, that clean, hairless look. But then again... Yep. It, it depends, you know, does that produce like a, yeah, any, yeah, any, any yeah, different amount of body odor? You definitely have a different body odor if you have excessive hair in mm -hmm. the underarm fafa area, right? Yeah. Um, where, do you where do you stand on that? Are you attracted to that kind of thing? I'm not attracted to body odor, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So if your hair is so long under your arm that you can braid it and there's a stench to it, um, I'm out. I'm well, out. Some, some people are. Some, some women right, that I know are attracted, really are attracted yeah. to to musk yeah god bless you women that are attracted to it jason yeah. is your man then <laughs> oh am i funky is that what you're trying to say yeah. you're the one that said i <laughs> well i haven't sh i haven't showered since last week's episode just like. well for the record uh you're wearing long sleeves so it would be very difficult to see to peer through those clothes as exactly to how yeah. long the braids are right, yeah right how about manscaping your unibrow wow do you guys do that I get my I get my eyebrows done, and again, it's because of Dave. Dave you got us into that. You professionally do yours, I do, or you're like, doing it yourself. No, no, I I don't do that. And the first time I got it done 
was what is that is it is it plucking it or oh well it's actually i get it done at Hairtown at the micronesia mall up in dedido and it's a combination of um kay who is the only woman who has touched any hair on my body for like 21 years thank you kay we appreciate it Um, for making jason handsome so she does like the wax for the like you know basically like the shape and then she like plucks to um to fine tuning (laughs) how about you joseph you know what my students are like looking at me and says mr cameron i know your your spanish side of your family's hairy you're probably a bear which i am um i don't pay attention to my brows I really don't. You it's don't? my students who say, "Can I like please that <laughs> off?" And I'm going. But I had a bad experience where, you know, wax. When you're getting wax, there's facial wax types. There's hard wax. There's a numerous amount of uh, reasons why certain wax are created for certain reasons for the brow, for example. And I think my problem was when they pulled the actual cloth off with the wax attached mm. to it, it actually took the surface skin off uh, on both there's sides. There's a certain level of dermis uh, that will go uh, with that. And I, uh, ever since then, you know, and then I'm walking around with uh, something that looks like it's been you know, like I was, I had a, <laughs> like I had a carpet burn that's on my face. Mm. <laughs> you know, and I'm, you're going like, and then it turns black, and then it peels. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not really in, even though I promote it, Okay. Uh, I'm personally I, I go only with tweezer and scissors. I don't like the wax. A brave you know, man. I'm twi- uh, I'm I'm plucking in tweezers the same. Yeah, I don't do wax either. Yeah. I, I haven't ever done wax only because you guys share your stories of all yeah. the skin coming off that I'm too but scared. There's a lot of horror stories about wax, and uh, it's not necessarily all good for your skin. Mm. Ah, mm. Well, what what kind? Of, again, from someone who works in the industry, Joe, what kind of? Um, is it a special kind of wax that is used, or yeah, is it like yeah. a combination of a mixture? Can you do that at home? Um, you could do it at home if you bought the kit. I mean, they're available. Oh, okay. Th- these aren't like you know, like like homemade homemade remedies. You can just make with like maybe some you know, honey and you can uh, you yeah. can homemade remedies. Uh, but there's a there's, a, there's a fad going on nationwide right now with brows, and that is uh, threading. Oh. And ah. I learn threading, and I teach threading, and it basically is a manipulation of a a cotton thread and your teeth holds onto one side of the thread and then it wraps around your other hand and then you do a, a motion of a seesaw and as you seesaw in and out uh, it's pulling hair right from the root up and you can actually make nice nicer lines that you guys can't see this right now because this yeah. is an audio only podcast but Joe is gesticulating and he's making all of these these hand movements it, yeah. and that it's from India and what you were just and his eyebrows are gorgeous yes they are and, and what you gorgeous. were just describing in terms of like the technique I've seen yeah. like heart surgeons that were like doing less complicated techniques right. as far as like doing stitching so yeah now, I'm not trying that at home because I'm going to well, screw I, that up. I'm, no, I'm new school. I, I did microblading. So I, what is that? Uh, I love to talk Joseph, about that. Joseph, can you tell us about yeah. microblading? He's the expert. Tell yeah. me about Microblading it. is not part of the cosmetological services in beauty shops. What? No. Uh, what? Okay, let's My start all over again. $200 went to that. Y- yes. All right, let's do uh, it. $200? $200. Well, let's talk Give about... Give me $200. I'll do your I hair. I will, I will, I will. No, later. we're talking about blading into the brows <laughs> and creating the look as though you have brows when you don't really have the thickness of your brows because you're probably... Uh, 
genetically not inclined to have a lot of hair on your brow. So mm. what they do is they take a, a blade, and sometimes they're tripled up side by side, and they actually they cut into the skin. Oh yeah. And bleeds, and oh, yeah. and then they 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 go <laughs> behind it with Just a, a little type bit of, of a type of a <laughs> type of a henna dye, but then it has to scab the whole nine yards. So in the cosmetological industry, uh, it is not considered. Uh, because it's invasive, um, it's going below the skin, and and we know nurses don't cut skin. We know surgeons do. Not not all doctors who are in the field can. I cut have skin. never heard any aspect of the cosmet cosmetological arts described as invasive. What it is, is fascinating. no, it's not, and it should never be. Right, um, it's one of the things that I know about this whole idea of microblading is that truly it should be on a controlled environment. I'll give you an example. We work with a lot of chemicals that are airborne in a salon. And if you were sharing the same air within a distance with the opening of the skin, a lot of those airborne chemicals that are to be found in salons uh, could cause a, an infection, side effect. It has right. to be in a controlled environment, a separate yes. air conditioning unit, yep. a separate entrance. Actually, that art is under body art. Uh, it's all about body ornamentation, uh, also known in the lay term, tattooing. Mm-hmm. And in, like in Boston, for example, they have a doctor working it, an anesthesiologist working it, and then they have their technicians. Um, unfortunately, not everybody who goes to the training gets the most qualified training because there are dime a dozen out there all over Asia, and you can go for a one day or a three day or less than a week, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're going in and doing surgery. Basically, your and the long-term skin. effects of this, I would assume, are you know because now you're dealing with perhaps. I mean, can you get scar tissue, Jen, from doing yes, that kind of? Yes, absolutely. Okay, you, even even something as small as and that. They, they warn you about that before mm-hmm. you do the microblading. So right. of course she had a concern. And you have to repeat it. She did say you could get an infection. Yeah. You could get scarring, excessive bleeding. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. And yes. it's it's the situation is that if the person wasn't well trained, uh, that line that they create the opening up on the brow area, right, um, could cause some damage to to your muscle tissue so that you can raise your brows. Botox, that's the same thing. Uh, there's some side effects. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, so to every good thing, there's always the bad side. From point of view, you're, you're not an advocate. I don't endorse or in... Or tattooing of the eyeliner and the lips. I would like to leave that to the body orientation people to tattoo. Which is interesting because I'm really? a, ver- a very good friend of mine for you, like tattoo artists are just yeah going very on, artistic no, going on no, 25 no. years now she has always had her eyebrows shaved completely off bare and then had she's got tattoos of of permanent like eyebrows and then she just gets her eyebrows the problem her actual with that real is life eyebrows shaved every, the, uh, and is it fleet yeah it looks it looks gorgeous it? i mean it looks too good to be true really yeah. one of the side effects of that which is not really a bad side effect but okay. it's just onerous to a woman trying to figure out what to do with her with her makeup at right, the mornings right. and that is uh, as all ink um, they fade and sometimes you know when you're going to the browns when it fades it actually fades to a green or a gray only because of yeah. the base color mm-hmm. of particular and if you ever want to change your look when you're in your what, 60s or 70s I mean, say th- this is the hot thing to do right now, but say in the year, 
2045, you know, like there's some new fad where, you know, it's a, like a lightning bolt or something like right, that. Correct. Right. You're instantly dating yourself. Yeah. yeah the most right. common face tattooing, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, that my girlfriends get, I, I haven't had face tattooing, but I don't know. I, I know it turns green or gray, but is the eyeliner right in the I lips? Think it's, I think I've seen it done. It's so beautiful. The um, eyeliner in the lips? Is that yeah, the they do. They do also the lips. And like I said, you so know. So you can have bigger lips. Is you that can why look. They do it? it gives the appearance that you have luscious, larger lips oh, because luscious. what they do is they they expand above the oh. area of your actual lip. But then you're gonna have to paint it in right. so that it has that blend line. My sister, when she first moved out to Los Angeles, because we of course grew up in Guam, you know, good Guamanian values, you know, humility, respect, hospitality, and everything like that. She moved out to LA, and then the first week she was telling me, and she's like, Jace. Everywhere you walk around, and she was living in Newport Beach, you know, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. which is, you know, a lot of rich people live there yes, and a lot yeah. of rich people's wives yes. walking around at two in the afternoon with the, like the little chihuahua eating yes. bonbons, you know, everything. And she said, you can instantly just tell. And she pointed to lips, breast and butt. She goes, oh, you can, instantly, you can say so many people are plastic because they've got collagen, silicone. Uh, Do you know Botox. that, that uh, on my trips to, to uh, uh, Scottsdale, um, in Arizona, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, a lot of Guamini every, in Scottsdale. Oh it's gosh. interesting because on block. every block in the main Scottsdale area, there's at least three to four plastic surgeons' clinics. Oh. And then when you go to their so called nice uh, malls, yes. I mean, it's a pageant. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, when you walk in and you're not quite the metrosexual or the beautiful blue-eyed, blonde-haired lady, you would feel very diminished in that mall. Mm. They are, they walk around as though they were just perfectly made. Okay. So let's talk about something, again, superficial to our lady. Uh, Je- where do you stand? Where are you? And you're happily married, of course. Yes, yes. Happily married. Yes, but, yes. Where, but you can still appreciate, you know, beauty, right? Yeah. Where do you stand on the bald head for men? Oh, my gosh. Sometimes it's super sexy. That was the answer I was looking for, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, that guy is freaking Mm -hmm. hot, right? Mm -hmm. And then if you have the bald head and the beer belly, then it's not as sexy, right? The dad bod. It's the total There's a difference if you shave your head to be be fashionable or your hair just Well, you've shaved your head every year uh, for the uh, cancer awareness. I've (laughs) helped out St. Baldrick's where I've had my head. And I can figure out, I look at you, and then a week later, it's already out again. I mean. Oh, I've got my condition here. My hair goes very, very fast. Fertilizer going on up there. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm a walking, I am a walking chia pet. Absolutely, <laughs> Joe. I mean, it's yeah. shocking. You know, I, one week I look at you on TV, and next thing the following week, it says, "My Lord, have mercy." Yeah, three weeks. I'm, I'm back you to are high maintenance. My, my hair grows. Well, thank you. <laughs> my, my therapist would appreciate that. Uh, no, you know what I found? I mean, because the person who probably made bald heads incredibly fashionable is probably mm-hmm. M- Michael Jordan. Oh, That's what yeah. I was thinking. Of, like yeah. in the mid '90s, yeah. because he was actually his losing his hair. I actually knew him yes. personally. You've met Michael what? Jordan, yes, of course. Because the goat, the greatest well, of all time. I worked out of Charlotte, <laughs> and we had uh, the Belk store. We had the salon there, and I was there. And his mother would go to the salon I worked at uh, to get her hair done, and Michael would be the one to drive her every Saturday. Wow! So I would sit with him, talk, chat, chat. Then s- several years later, you know, he's very famous, and he comes in again to the salon with his mother and says, "Hey." Jojo, how are you doing? I thought, wow, he remembers me. Wow. Yeah. And he says, hey, would you like some of my stuff? You know, like I have, you know, all kinds of gears and shoes. And I said, oh, no, 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 don't worry about that. Do you realize how much those shoes would be now? Wow. 
I mean, he came from a humble beginning. You can put your godchildren through college three times, Joe. He came from Gaston County where the mill workers were. And, you know, that's where fabric is made, Mm. towels, stuff like that. I mean, it's really on the level. Michael comes from very humble upbringings. Oh, yeah, definitely. But he's such a great great man hmm. yeah yeah okay. i look back and i go darn it i didn't get any of his stuff but, he was giving for free okay but generalizing jen back back to you and and you know me w- what does it for you yes it's been a theory that african-american men in general not you know we don't want to make a sweeping generalization but african-american men can pull off the bald head better than caucasians can oh i disagree do you find that to be the case no no okay. i disagree i do you not look good with a bald head a bald head a nice body i'm game i'm in you're yeah, in, I in, think so. I in. think that's okay, the so general for, so aspect for you, of it is it. As so long for as you, the body it's matches the bald head, I'm in. I'm like, yeah. wow, that, that's nice. It's, and manscaping, part of manscaping is the total figure, the total image, head to toe. What's up, fellow online addicts? I'm Asha, and it's literally my job to scour the internet every day to see what you guys are saying about our stories and to see what you're snarking on. If you got beef with a particular island issue, we'll give your voice an extra boost on trend spotting. It's our weekly rundown of everything that's got you buzzing and what conversations you can't look away from. From the serious to the silly, from ludicrous news to legit headlines, from the weirdest Instagram posts to the most retweeted stories, to the insane DMs we get, we're going to show you the deeper side of what's making group chats, what's trending, and what you're sharing. So check out Trendspotting on YouTube, on Facebook Live, and on IGTV, all at KUAM News. If you've got something to say, sound off. We'll find you. And now, back to your show right here on the KUAM Podcast Network. So, Jen, I'm getting from this, you, you don't like hair. Yeah, right? I, I, yeah, maybe I'm just having an epiphany today. I think you're right. <laughs> Have you, okay. So, I don't I, like a lot. Like, it can't be coming out of your ears and your nose, guys. You know how that works, right? It's coming out of your ears. It's coming out of your nose. Okay, so I the, can't handle it. So, Harry asked, like, he said, you're, you're obviously and not. And yes, she's married to a family. I cannot handle this. It's all about hair. The guys are hairy. God, if your ass is hairy, poof a boy, please. Okay. That's not If you had to choose between. That's painful. <laughs> and your and your and your partner or your your puppy love crush could only could only remove hair on one part, and you had to either deal with hairy ass or hairy back for the rest of your life. Mm. Oh, oh, say like who like who is who is your puppy love crush when you're growing up? What Rick Springfield, Scott Bale, what? Uh, we're not Kirk yeah. Cameron. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know. Hair or uh, back or butt, Jen? Back or butt. Three I'm, seconds. I'm gonna pick butt, 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 butt. I can't have. Yeah, but I'm going to say, please, Careless butts. please back you're gonna wax your ass or shave your ass. Do something to it because <laughs> I can't handle That's it. That's kind of dangerous doing it on your own. You might cut yeah. your butt right? with a blade. Okay, okay, okay. Now, Joseph will help you wax your ass <laughs> and shave your ass, okay? Oh, Need Lord his help, just mercy. call him and he'll help you. Now, now I, don't mean, I, I don't mean to ask this of you, Jen, to be flippant, but, you know, you, you've already said, you know, for some, maybe on some psychological level, hair doesn't do it for you as a woman from an attraction standpoint, right? right. But as a registered nurse, have you ever had to deal with any people that suffer from alopecia? 
Well, of course, like not alopecia, alopecia the loss like, of hair. The, the yeah. completely the body is completely yeah. devoid of hair. Explain wow. explain no, what I have explain it, what like, that affliction is. We have is. cancer patients that have lost hair from chemotherapy Correct, and radiation. Of course. Mm-hmm. But they um, come back thicker sometimes. Yeah. Than they were when Curlier, they went in. Thicker, thicker. Yeah. Oh, healthier, really? Yes. Healthier. Like yes. But then you also have some that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Depends how much radiation and chemotherapy mm-hmm. goes into the human mm-hmm. body. Sometimes it doesn't come back. Okay, but but for people that don't know what we're talking about, what is alopecia what causes it and what are some of the you it's know, just it's hair loss right i've so never met anybody on guam with alopecia i, I know it's extremely either. rare i haven't either. actually no uh, there's 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 five different types of hair loss and one is traction alopecia braiding you know mommy mommy my pigtails are too tight oh, um really chemicals uh, individuals who use relaxers on their hair to go from overly curly to straight um the chemicals could eat off the hair and cause it to break yep. uh you have what they call mm-hmm. Traumatic alopecia, where a child, a very small child, for example, when when you're doing play therapy, sometimes you look at these children and they got patches of baldness on the head, mm-hmm. and it's because of that sudden trauma yeah. that just patches come off. It's, it doesn't have to be just chemically driven; it could be emotionally driven. Mm-hmm. Then you have androgenetic alopecia, which is male and female pattern baldness. You know, thank either your mother, your grandmother, your grandfather, your whoever, just thank them for the fact that you don't have hair um it's many things and and Hmm. it is not a disease it's a condition okay yeah and yeah because because i first became aware of alopecia because like you know i I spent my formative years playing volleyball and Mm -hmm. on the 92 olympics in barcelona in spain Mm -hmm. uh there was a player on the u.s national volleyball team his name was bob samuelson he played for uh, cal state northridge and then he went on to the national team but he had alopecia and i mean the dude was i mean he looked like a greek god he Mm -hmm. was completely ripped but he had no eyebrows he was completely bald on his head like his legs and everything like that the dude was absolutely bare and they said it's because he had he let's call it an affliction maybe yeah could be or or is that still like an offensive word to say too no i did not know that that male and female pattern baldness like is considered i've seen women to come into um into well into shops that specialize in hair pieces and hair additions where we're trying to fit on those areas a fall or what we say a fill-in uh, clip-on where it looks nice and it looks natural. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those things are special specialties. There's mm. none in Guam like that. You'd have to fly out, and it costs thousands of dollars, you know, just for your airline ticket. I alone. would imagine. And then by the time you get to the place that does that... Um, it's expensive. I mean, you could fly to the Philippines and get a $5, you know, to pay, but uh, there's nothing more than you can see. Even mm-hmm. the texture of the hair, it's not, it's not European hair. Uh, it's, not, it's, it's Asian hair. European hair is the most quality hair you can get in hair additions. Uh, they can be very expensive, especially uh, nowadays with women. They love hair additions. Uh, they like, you know, overnight success of having some colors where they just clip it on mm, and it, it blends in. Mm, it's do. fun mm. stuff, it's but it could be very expensive. Yeah, yeah it's expensive. If it's human I don't, think, hair I don't think I've ever seen you, Jen, in yeah. all the years I've known you with extensions. Uh, no, because it's too expensive. <laughs> Maybe if uh, you could sell it to me at your discounted instructor uh-huh, yeah. rate. <laughs> why, why not? Why not? <laughs> or if one of them just happens to like find its way out of the salon one of these days you get the five finger discount yeah real quick so i have two common questions that uh, i get asked a lot um here on guam the humidity frizzy hair stand up hair i got it i can tell you that much i know it's because i do too much to my hair what are your recommendations 
as to how do I address these stand I mean, they literally stand at attention up in my head. There's two ways to okay. deal with that. And one, one of them would be um, hair growth. Um, people have cowlicks, have whorls, stuff like that. And if the hair was cut too short, it'll stand up. It'll give the appearance of flyaway. Um, that becomes a big issue when uh, men or women wear a lot of layers on their hair and they don't have the right surfactants to put on it, like gels or or pomadas, pomades. Yeah, those are these are quality stuff that you can get uh, here in Guam. Uh, okay. I know that the Laos Beauty Supply carries the big name brands for barbering oh. products. Yeah, you know what I do, ladies hair. and gentlemen, which everybody tells me is wrong. I just pull it out. Oh so my. if it's standing, it I just grab it and pull. I just well, you know, out. if you go opposite <laughs> of the, I know it's ridiculous. I'm go, giving Jen the stink eye right I, now. I, 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 I don't want to go pay for your products. <laughs> well, just pull it out. Well, it's here's the when in doubt, pull it out. It's cheaper to just pull that. Well, you know, you can go on the on the internet. You realize you're ruining. Your hair that, that way, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, we know does. that. We do everybody that. Okay. That. Speaking of which, can, can we can we debunk a myth, Joe? Because you are an expert in this subject. Because uh-huh. I am. It's probably fairly obvious to the both of you that uh, my hair is decidedly probably more gray than black right now. Like the yeah. hair I grew up. With. It's a little. It's it's way but more. You're still super gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous. I'll give you your five bucks later. Okay, thank probably you. Probably five hundred bucks. Right. Well, I'm licensed. <laughs> I can say ahead. the same thing. I will pay for your next <laughs> set of thank extensions. You, thank you. Okay. Uh, but not that microdermal. <laughs> okay. You know. Okay, but. Is it true that when it, for people that might be finding one or two gray hairs every now and then and everything, the myth has always been if you pull it out because you, you want to get rid of it as Jen does, um, that just promotes the growth of more gray no, hair? No, no, not at all. As a matter of Everyone fact. Everyone always told me that. Well, yeah. People had time in those days to talk about things, <laughs> make stories. But, you know, we call it Kanishis, C-A-N-I-T-I-S, Kanishis. And that's the, the absence of uh, hair color pigment. So you're born with melanin, melan- melanosomes, and these are, are what makes up in the matrix right underneath your scalp is the mother of the hair. And so as it grows up, uh, sometimes the depigmentation as you age uh, shows the, the, the graying, right? Mm-hmm. I call it silver because, you know, silver is like Tiffany. You're expensive. Women should start saying silver. <laughs> but you know what's the deal going Wait, on what now? Is, what is Anderson Cooper's hair color? Sorry, we're jumping all over the place. Uh, but is, is that white or is that platinum or is it? I don't know, but that's I white. Like it. That's white. That's white. Okay, but I didn't know put a, a, a surface product to give it that platinum look that's which is very well, if you overuse it then it turns to purplish blue and I we know, have some ladies I that walk around that. Guam <laughs> in a Ghanaian church remember I know and I can't handle it yeah. I want to go ma'am your hair's yeah. purple go back to oh, your oh she was so fashionable before fashion came in <laughs> but you know to be honest Kanishi's is, is, is something that you get genetically Okay, so yeah. even even if you find it, if you're just like a 22-year-old and you absolutely have this freak-out moment and you're like, oh, my God, I've got a gray hair. Uh-huh. Should I cut it? Should I pluck it? Do I just Should I color it and everything like that? Pulling it out has, yeah. has no bearing on what Coloring is more effective. Okay. Yeah. And that's from a true professional, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. So don't listen to me because I, I pull it out. I'm just... What is wrong with you? <laughs> I know. Well, thank okay. God that concept, I that know. horror story of you pull one out, ten come out. I know. That's, I was just going to tell them. Yeah. Personally, I can tell you. It's and I have done so many different things to my... Like, 20 years ago, my hair was down to my shoulders before I started at KUM. Oh. I grew my hair out. I had it dyed jet black. Wow. Because I thought, I, I thought music was actually going to put food in my stomach and, you know clothes on my back and pay my rent but clearly that's yeah, worked right. out okay so the second question that and I here now i sit lot, 20 years later talking about how jen artero likes hairy butts 
Joseph, how do um, we prevent wrinkles? What are your recommendations from a cosmetology um, standpoint? I mean, it doesn't matter if you're in your 20s or you're in your 50s. Oh, All of us definitely. want to prevent wrinkles. Uh, we want to prevent it in our neck. Our you, toes, you, our eye, yeah. our forehead. Yeah. How do we prevent it here on Guam? Well, actually, uh, we're very lucky here in Guam because there's a high humidity. So I when agree. you reach your 40s and 50s, you're not going to have leather-bound face. Uh, you're not going to have those wrinkles. And the other good thing is that it's hot, and that the sebaceous gland, the oil glands, and if you notice, folks that have darker skin tones. And the blacks, for example, they could be in their 90s and wrinkle-free. Why? Because the sebaceous gland is uh, the melanosomes, the darkness of your skin protects you. And so the, the, the idea of, of aging is almost dismal for somebody with darker uh, skin pigmentation. For those who are lighter, uh, you have UVA light and you have UVB. E, yes. And the A is direct sun. UVB is probably the worst of the two because it's an overcast day and it's breezy and, you know, you bring out the kids and then the kids come home they're screaming, crying, I got sunburn. Mm -hmm. Well, they call it windburn, but yes, it's yes. still sunburn. Yes. So this is, this is the problem we have here in Guam. Uh, people with skin problems huh? um, they go into medications like retinoic acid mm -hmm. for extreme acne rosacea you know just really pimple face stuff mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. there's a lot of chemicals out there that will thin off the skin mm -hmm. and it would appear like it's the fine line wrinkles are actually removed which is the one good side effect of retinoic acid A which is prescriptive but if you use it for the duration, then it wrinkles your face. Mm. Uh, it, ah. it's, it's the Do same you have with any Botox. Non-prescription recommendations. Over yeah, the uh, you what have you to. Well, first of all, you have to eat, you know, uh, good food, fruits and vegetables, so that you mm -hmm. can have these. Uh, um, what What is the cliche word now about antioxidants? Yeah, those are the big keywords Absolutely. to mm. good skin. Blueberries, acai. Yeah. Um, these topical stuff vinegar. that are just surface, yep. you got to be careful because um, what is provided for by a chemist uh, breaks down those molecules so that it could penetrate into the superficial layers of your pores. Whereas, you know, the, the mayonnaise and, <laughs> uh, you know, the putting on the hair, it's, mm -hmm. it's just grease and it's like water over a duck's back. So let the buyers beware of what they purchase. Okay, can I just add something to the conversation? Uh, before about I, before sure, I, sure. I, I remove myself from that segue, there is a fantastic product here in the market and most people here in Guam don't realize it, but it's an anti-aging cream and there's only one company in the world that carries that and does it very effectively, Shiseido. Oh, I've seen that. But they're expensive. They're behind lock, you know, at Macy's. Mm -hmm. I mean, this thing is like two to $300 a, pull, a small ounce. But they're very effective. Mm -hmm. Very effective. Interesting. And women, if they don't want wrinkles, you know, men, when, they're, when they go to do the manscaping part of, you know, lifting weights, toning down the muscle, well, even the face needs toning. Absolutely. The only way you do that is to have facials. You've got to have money. You know, and when you wake up the, the blood circulation, uh, then you're going to have that firming of the face, right? And we carry Dermalogica, and Dermalogica is the number one product uh, of all skincare uh, products for 
uh, spa. Really. Why don't we just do the economics and we can say you can either spend maybe $20,000 circling the earth trying to find the fountain of youth or you can go out and buy like a really good product and get started today. Yeah. yeah. You could do facials at your house, right? You can. With, like mangoes and avocados. Yeah. And it's funny because even uh, even the feel lemons. of the cucumber <laughs> when you slice it, it has a firming effect. Yeah, cucumber. Right around the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, so my side story is relative to Guam's uh, unique climate in our um, our humidity here is when I got chicken pox, and of course you only get chicken pox once, hopefully you only get chicken pox once, mm. I was 14 and so I was home from school for two weeks and on the day before I went back to school on a Sunday afternoon, uh, my dad said, you know, I'm going to go to the beach, I want you to come with me, and I was like, dad, I just got over chicken pox, you know, like I've, I've been laid out, you know, the fever just broke like three days ago, right? right and he right. said, no, I'm going to take you to the beach with me, and I, I actually got it really, really bad, I had chicken pox inside my throat, I had them oh, all God, over my head, yeah. I, was, I was really sick. Aww. And plus, I was 14, so that's relatively, yeah, like, that's kind of so, old to get to. Yeah, that is okay. old, yeah. Um, so you feel it much more. Yeah, so, and my dad said, I'm going to take you to the beach with me. He goes, don't run all over the place and, and tucker yourself out, you know, and don't, you know, jump in and out of the waves. Just kind of like sit in the water and just kind of wade and just like hang out for maybe 20 minutes. Because tomorrow's and, believe beach water heals everything. Is and you that know what? your dad was? And I did that. Because okay. everything, ver- eczema, psoriasis, really? everything, my family says but go to the true. beach. So there is science Jump behind this. Yes, there is. Because I'm with my grandpa, my mom, okay, all my aunts. Because I'm, I'm here to beach. tell you that when my dad made me do that and I just waded around in the water for 20 <laughs> minutes like he, like he yes, recommended, yes. the very next day, the um, all of the... Scabs it's and scars, right? it, they, they just dried up and they just fell. Well, and I have no scabs today because of chicken pox. Remember like that the salt. The flu. If you're sick, take your. You've, you've heard the biblical saying that you know you are the salt of the earth, mm. um, which means you're in desert land, right? And in order to survive that desert travel, uh, salt gives you the opportunity to retain fluids, which is critical to your amino acids. Mm-hmm. So any salt byproducts that you apply on your skin. Um, if you've got dry skin, it, it will actually enhance the retention of fluids, uh, more, more importantly, moisture. See, I'm appreciating how Joe is bringing in the science aspect of that. Yeah. because oh, Jen is just no. like, I just don't like Harry back, and that's it. Harry <laughs> 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 <Very> ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there are products out there. They're called trace minerals, uh, the opposite word for... You know, it's the scientific word for moisture. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the better moisturizers, um, I can't believe I'm actually saying this because mm-hmm. I shouldn't be talking about product lines, but um, uh, there is a company out there, Chanel, that really has great, great products at reasonable prices for moisturizing the skin. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, well, let's face it, anything is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Did you see, speaking of... Um, Beauty, and uh, I, I believe it was last year in the because um, I think last year was the last time that uh, Victoria's Secret did like their their big runway model thing because they're not doing it anymore, mm-hmm. right? I read somewhere about it, mm-hmm. but there there's a there's one woman now, and she was one of the Victoria's Secret angels, and I believe she's got. I think she's got eczema. I, I, I should know her name. I sh- um, but she's got like a skin affliction. Or it's white. Yeah. Yes. And I believe she was an yeah. African-American woman. Uh-huh. Yes, but, but she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. It's just, and when she came out, she got a standing ovation. She well, I remember. Out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what her name is? Uh, the, the, I can't remember, but yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. You know, while we're at it, because we're talking about skin and, and skin elasticity, uh, one of the greatest concerns I have is that whole concept of uh, Botox. And it really concerns me because the when you're trying to m- make a scape on your face of where the indentations are or not, excessive Botox 
it's expensive to begin with, mm-hmm. to start with. But excessive Botox can disfigure your face. And, you know, if you look at all the money you spent already on Botox, you would have been probably better off with Dr. Fergurger to give you you know uh, a facelift okay Jen just googled it and she found on Wikipedia Jen who is that Winnie Harlow and she gorgeous. is stunning yes gorgeous absolutely gorgeous D- does it say what, what her what her skin condition is vitiligo I have never heard of that yeah and basically, so those are patches it's of funny white because, skin. Uh, you know who says that uh, uh, so comically is uh, Malfunction he even had a song you know Jeff Jeff mm-hmm. <laughs> what it's basically is is a yeah, fungi right. driven by a, a little gnat like feature that settles onto your skin and it discolors it mm-hmm. yeah but she doesn't try to cover it she mm-hmm. enhances she owns it she owns it like she I absolutely said. does she's gorgeous mm-hmm. But it's not Jeff Jeff. It's um, it's another type of condition. But in Guam, we like to use that word Jeff Jeff. Uh, skin pigmentation, which is lighter and darker in different patches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're doing uh, skin lightening, you got to be careful of that too, because mm-hmm. you live on Guam, and the skin lightening. I know they it, do it a lot in the Philippines, right? Yes, like but you have to be careful. Underarm, Some of the like products they use in in the Philippines have mercury base, which is not what you want. Uh, uh, it's dangerous to your skin. Oh, mercury poisoning is deadly. And then they have other... in the skin whitening? There's a reason why they say if a thermometer breaks, run like hell, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) because the mercury in that can kill you. Well, there are other other acid acid products that works well that that. that settles into the skin, even through an injection, which is just basically moisture. Mm -hmm. And then it settles in and it fills the area, right? But the biggest concern we have about that is that the side effect is that it thins your skin it really does mm-hmm. and and then it irritates and um you're going to walk around with a crow's redness that looks almost like hey are you diagnosed with lupus like that right mm-hmm. because you have that that peering butterfly feature mm-hmm. of lighter colors yeah okay here's something we're talking about you men's could go lighter or darker on the skin there's no guarantee mm-hmm. we're talking about men's health and i know Jen um, Usher, you know, the, the performance artist, was he made something very popular, I think, at the turn of the century, but he did certain types of exercises mm-hmm. and he wore like very low mm-hmm. riding like jeans, but mm-hmm. they called it like the V, like mm-hmm. the cut. Okay. It was like be- below his, ab- his abdominals and it was like this V shape that if you develop that muscle, yeah. it's basically the, you know, the golden pathway, if oh you will. Oh my gosh, I gotta <laughs> Google that. You've never wow. seen that? I wonder what type of that. That, yeah, that may have so. been just a. Yeah. It's insanely it hard to, to condition those muscles. Does apparently, does it make that area look bigger? <laughs> no, it's it's below. I mean, it's it's above the crotch, but below the uh, below oh, the abs. Oh no, but, I don't. But know. apparently, like it's incredibly difficult to really get that tone because it's a very specific muscle group. Oh, I will Google it. Um, but while she looks that up, Joe, and while while Jen gets all you know slobbers all <laughs> over the, all over the microphone. I know Scotland's um, coming out. You, of you were talking about now. Dr. Fergerger, right? <laughs> who who is known on Guam for being. A wonderful physician, but he also does like a lot of he does plastics, yeah, correct, plastic right? surgery. Yeah, predominantly that is something that is endorsed by women. How? And we're talking about men's health on this podcast. Well, I'm talking about myself. I have blepharoplasty because one of the, oh you do okay. yes, uh, blepharoplasty basically means in my family's side we have these droopy eyelids, and if it gets too droopy, it could be a visual impairment situation. Absolutely. So depending on how you coin the phrase, is it a visual impairment versus cosmetic? Because insurances don't cover. Nope. No, you pay that for yourself. So they take skin, a small amount of skin up here, or a large amount mm-hmm. from your eyelid and then your lower 
So, yeah, I had that done back in 1990. Oh. Pretty uh, much all cosmetology surgical procedures are not covered by insurance. Oh, yeah, because it's it's your own. Facial, eyelids. Okay, I want, I want to say, and I, I'm pretty. enlargements, all of that. I'm None fairly of sure. So speaking of, like, purely uh, women's superficial things, Jen, I, I'm fairly certain I know your answer for this, but where do you stand on the whole man boob phenomenon? <laughs> No comment. <laughs> when you say man boob, are you talking about synthetic creatures? No, because some cer- certain men have, and not to say that they have like fully yeah. developed breasts like a woman would, well, but, but certain men just have, 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 they have, have Even a men. larger amount of fatty tissue, yeah. and, it, and it seems like they're maybe like an A cup. They Even do. men have they breast do. cancer. Yes, yes, yes. Men can get it's breast a, cancer. It's a small percentage, but yes, but absolutely. But, but do you, do you know of anyone? I can say by a bigger sure, but But do you know of any men on Guam who have had like breast reductive surgery or have had like liposuction to remove that fat? No, I don't, but. No. Yes, you're absolutely right. If yeah. you, but man, that if can you be have done. it, you, yeah. It can, but again, yeah. not covered by insurance. But, but plastics and cosmetic surgery is such a female market-driven industry. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, no, explain, not at please. all. Yeah, uh, men are all into men looking are there too? Men are spending money now. What, what procedures precisely? Yeah. Uh, mostly facial. Mm-hmm. And then for some men, they when they get older, they they get you know the flaps down oh, here. Oh, I want to get that done. Before, the so arm fat. Oh. So they actually remove that. Um, oh, I didn't even know that was a procedure. You have procedure. to surgically do that. They can even implant. So, so, you're, so you're trimming down your triceps. Yes. Yeah. Or you can implant butts and uh, torsos. You can implant okay. that. Uh, I am not a fan of the fake ass. Me neither. The, the whole Kim Kardashian, Cardi B. I, personally, I think me that's neither. disgusting. It's I, too I don't much. know why you would do that. Are you? Are you a fan of it? Oh no, I'm not. Subjective to me. I like natural. Same. Natural. Yeah, I just too. like natural. It's either yeah. you have a bubble butt or you don't. <laughs> right. I, and I don't. Yeah. Slap, slap. Yeah. And, and, Joe, and Joe, would, Joe would give like the highest praise you can as a chamorro. Eat the gun, mo. Oh, really? That word paki is bubble butt. But what what is the fascination behind that? From jo, you, drop. You, those are all females and you two are the men. So you tell us. Why do you guys uh, like Nicki Minaj and the Kardashians booty butt? It's because women like I don't get bubble it. butt ass. I don't. Well, you married in our tarot land. We, we, we have small butts. <laughs> I don't, but you guys tell us. Are you like ooh la la? No, there's nothing, there nothing remotely like, attractive to, like yeah. the, to the fake butt thing I've to me. I was like, I don't ex- know why you would. I've ex- seen the excessive. Yeah. yeah, it's really like gross. Now, I am, I am someone, I've always said that I... I can never say I'm going to pass judgment or, or denigrate someone for getting Me too. plastic surgery, reconstructive Absolutely. surgery on themselves. Because if it makes you feel better about yourself, it makes I you... I 100% yeah, agree. If you want to get your breasts... you. Yeah, if you want to get your breasts done... You got to do you. Yeah, in Brazil, it's free to get plastic surgery if you're in the field of beauty and you're competing for your country. The, the, the government so basically the entire Olympic team is, is free, <laughs> free to get breast, breast enhancement. Yes. Have you seen... The, the Brazilian women's oh. volleyball team that plays oh. beach Joe. Beautiful. I no. mean, these are runway models. Yeah. Really? And Jen is Googling it again. I, and I, about it I would hate to see your search history at this point. <laughs> yeah. And you know, when you do breast augmentation, it's it's all in the fabric. And, and thank God nowadays there's some new augmentations mm-hmm. to that. So let me get this out of the way. And Jen, one, one thing, and although we're talking about pre- predominantly men's health, um, a revelation in recent years is that if women get breast augmentation is it 12 years where you've got to get them like cycled out god i don't know it depends on how you wear and tear it yeah because before like in the in the just wear and tear um it could be remember you couldn't wear it on on the um on the concord 
on the supersonic plane because they would say the increased pressure would, has had been seen to have them explode? Well, they used to have the gel-like features and the liquid. Now there's a lot of different new plastics that they're working with that aren't susceptible to those pressures. And also the scarring because I believe before they would go underneath the bottom of the breast. Where you can now, only do so much yeah, because... They cut around the areola right now, right, to make it yeah, less obvious. W- yes, but the problem with that is uh, the scarring of tissues. Mm-hmm. Most of the time as women get older, they have it removed. Only because of the, there's some, you know, side effects to it. Mm-hmm. The scarring and, and the what, pain. What questions do you get, Jen? As so like a 90-year-old woman's going to go take it out? Uh, well, if you want to be <laughs> less like, susceptible never to... Never mind, I'm already drinking soup. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine that? Like, can you imagine that? Your parents, like, it's like, hey, boy, go, go take Fan Nana down to the, uh, to the clan to get her, uh, her, to get her double D's taken out? I know, I feel like, never mind. <laughs> I'm drinking meatloaf out of a straw now. The way I look at it is, if it reaches down to the belly button, it's time to let go. (laughs) Well, Jen, as as a healthcare practitioner, what are what are things that you've seen or you've heard from from men? uh, No, people don't really ask me about plastic surgery, cosmetic. Just people ask me general, like how do I prevent wrinkles, how to prevent gray hair, but not in general, like. How often? When does my grandma get her breast implants removed? I don't. I don't get. Where do women stand on gray hair? Uh, it's for men. It's fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because I I have actually hated the fact that I've gone gray. Do you know what's going on in the salons right now? They're paying big money, anywhere from four to seven to eight hundred dollars, to bleach their hair several times over so that it gets to pale yellow or almost white in order to get platinum, and it's expensive. Fair, because men look freaking hot when they age and yeah. girls look like old ladies when they well eat. the well, old well, adage is you know it looks uh, well, look at it looks everybody told me like i look like I've, I've aged 10 years like in the last two years because my hair's gone so really? great yeah and i was like Aww. and i've got peter pan syndrome i never want to grow up you know, was, I, <laughs> if i could have the hair that i had like when i was 26 i'd be like I, i'm yeah. set that'll be high maintenance to color your hair every four weeks. somebody was teasing me and they said if you guys are fans of comic books and they said i look like uh, like reed richards you know mr fantastic the, the plastic guy Aww. you know there is a product out there uh grecian formula where yep. you, you you can yeah. actually turn that lighter gray to a darker slate gray and it gives you that enhancement they don't have a, a specific shade of grecian formula for chamorros though joe because if oh, you go really? to kmart there's like the two extremes like on on the shelf Jason yeah. has researched there's, this personally you, you have you have like the wavy blonde like howly guys like think leaf garrett from the 80s and then you have the one for like the African-American guys with, you know. <laughs> okay, so we should probably wrap up here considering we've covered oh my so much stuff. It was so much fun yes, now yes. with you, Joseph. You yeah. are awesome. Yeah. You are a wealth of knowledge. And you know, I moved to, every time I it's move so away from the government, the bureaucracy of running government agencies like I have for over, for over four governors now, um, it's a great fallback to the industry and to still know that, you know, you could still ride that bike even if you haven't written it for years. You can still balance. And it's all about millennial uh, dreams nowadays of and, how... And you know what? Even, even if you're making people feel better about, th- about themselves by making them mm-hmm. look better and then they feel better, you're doing the Lord's work. And that they can do what you just did because you trained them to take care of it when they go home. That's the big key. Ah, you're your own best client. There has to be a take-home value. I can do this at home in the meantime. Okay. Good episode. Today was fun. You guys are awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you guys for sharing all your own personal <laughs> quirks with all of us. I think and thank you yeah. for sharing your own personal quirks and your own biases <laughs> and your own... Thank you guys very much. What, whatever freaky thing fun. you're into, you know. <laughs> Let your freak flag fly, man. If, if we've learned anything, it's here. Is beauty is completely subjective. Thank you, everybody, for thank tuning you. in today. Thank you for having me.
All right, so that was Nurse Jen Explains right here on the KUN Podcast Network. Again, make sure to rate, review, and leave us a wonderful follower. Give us a follower. Make sure that you follow us, subscribe to us, and everything so we can arrive in your digital device every single time we have a new episode. For Joe Cameron and Nurse Jen Artero, I'm Jason Salas, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.